0: key the name on but the the brother that takes on the wife when he goes into her that seed, the firstborn, it has to be equated to that that previous brother that passed away so this was customary back in those days that's the way they did it now I don't know how many of us want to do something like that today you know uh I only heard one person laugh and somebody should, and I just see a few of these shaking heads amen but that's how it was back then amen so, you know, your brother didn't have it, and your brother died. You know, you take that wife, and then, you know, you know brother goes on, and, you know, and then he died, and she has to go through the family now. Um, but that's how it was during those days. But I, I find it interesting that, that the Sadducees who didn't believe in the resurrection, they would question Christ. Now, verse number 28. Now, here's some interesting things we're going to get into, and we'll get into the meat of it, because it talks about how the woman dies. Now, here they're trying. Christ. Now, verse number 28 says, Therefore, in the resurrection, Jesus is responding. I mean, they're asking the question. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Now, they're trying to see Christ because they want to know whose wife is she going to be in the resurrection. Now, we already know that they don't even believe in the resurrection. They don't even believe in the spirit world. Uh, So why are they asking these questions? But watch what Jesus says to give them clarity and and some understanding. Verse number 29 says, Jesus answered. Now, Jesus responded. The power and the wisdom of God. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do what? Er." Error. Meaning they erred. They err. Not knowing the what? Scriptures. That's why you have to be very careful who speaks into you, because you've got to make sure it lines up with the Scripture. Because what's happening right here, Jesus tells them that, listen, you error, you don't even know the Scripture, nor the power of God. Now, for verse 30 says, For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are they given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. Did y'all catch that? In the and when the resurrection comes, now he's saying to them, "Listen, you know, there's no marrying is going to go on. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are, are given in marriage, but are the are the but are as the angels of God in heaven. So we will be a different being. So therefore, there will be no need in marriage. Okay. Now we're going to go to Luke, but I need to say this. Whatever you're going to do, do now, you better do it now. Whatever issues, you've got to get straight now. Whatever the circumstances in life is, you have to do it now on a planet called Earth. Because when we get to the next world, you can't make up for what we didn't do right here. It, it, it doesn't work that way, according to the Scripture. So if forgiveness needs to take place... Now, that needs to be done. If loving needs to be taking place, doing the will of God needs to be taking place, being saved, walking in salvation, all that stuff has to take place now. Because in the next world, after the resurrection, you can't go back and try to redo nothing. Amen. We're talking about the afterlife. See, right now, so many people are partying and they're so excited about living right now, they don't understand there's something coming after when they get through partying. You know, I, I've seen some stuff this week. Kind of blew my mind. I mean, you talking about church looking like a club? My God, my God from heaven! It, it blew my mind. But let's go to Luke chapter number twenty and let Luke clarify even the more. Luke chapter number twenty. Yeah, Luke chapter number twenty, and we're going to begin reading. Uh, let's see. I think it's verse number thirty-four. We're talking about the afterlife. Yeah, yeah, right. Verse number 34, St. Luke chapter number 20. Are we there? All right. Verse number 34 says, And Jesus answering said unto them, This is the same situation because you are still talking to the Sadducees. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of, what's that word? This world marry, and are given in marriage. This word means she on earth. Okay? Now watch how he he explains this to him. Now in verse number 35 he says, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain what's the next word? That world. So there's a this world, and then there's a that world. Okay? But this world is she on earth. Okay? So it a given in marriage. See, here on earth is where families are built. Yeah, you know when Jesus talked about it in Genesis, He said, "Be fruitful and multiply." Okay, so now here we will be fruitful and multiplying. Okay, but that's right here on this earth. But in the next world, when it says that world, watch what it says in the scriptures. But they that which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead. Are you on that verse? Neither do what? Marry, nor are given in marriage. So in the next world, yeah, what we know marrying marrying going on up there. Whatever we do, we better do it right here. Okay? Verse number 36 says, Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the who? The angels. You see, they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. So, so when we enter into that next world, here the scripture tells us we're going to be equal to the angels. It's, it's just like this. We have to understand that we are here on earth on assignment. We are, we are spirit beings in, a, in fleshly bodies. Okay? This is who we are. We have, we have come from a world, and now it's like... Uh, uh, when, 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 when a child is coming into the world, okay? We have come. That spirit being has taken on a form. Once it takes on that form, here now we are on an assignment in this world. Once we finish our assignment, because see, we're spirit beings, okay? When we finish our assignment here, clothing our flesh, we're spirits. When, when we die, we're going to go to Ecclesiastes and show you the proof. Well, the spirit is going to go to one place and the body is going to go back to the dust, okay? Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 12. Am I, am I going too fast? Somebody said, yeah. No, somebody said, no. Okay. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter number 12. Remember now, it says, uh, in, on the earth is where we're married and given in marriage. That that's something that God told us in Genesis. He said, be fruitful and multiply. You do it here. All right? Because in the next world, you won't be doing no, uh, having no marriage. That will be no need. For a reproduction system in the next world. That that will be no need. Because we're going to be just like the angels. And angels do not matter. Okay. We're going to be ready for our next assignment. You remember. I think Dr. Mann talked about it a while back. When we talked about the worlds. So there are other assignments that's going to be going on. Just like we have the assignment here. Then when we get to that next word. It says we're going to be equal. is what the word says in Luke. Equal to the angels. Now. Ecclesiastes chapter number 12. Because we're talking about the afterlife. We, can, we have to emphasize that whatever we're going to do, we've got to do it here, now on earth. It's, it's imperative. Because in the next world, it, we won't be doing that. We'll be doing something different. Amen? Now, Ecclesiastes chapter number 12, because I know it's stretching somebody's head. Amen? Probably some of us are listening. Some of us see it, too. Amen? It's stretching our head. But this is what the books say. I can only give you what the books say, right? And, and, and can't go beyond what the books say. Amen? Now, Ecclesiastes chapter number 12, verse number 7 says this. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was. I'm going to go up to verse number 6 first. 6 says, Or ever the civil cord be loose, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was. When we die, then it says, "Then the dust, because we're made out of the dust of the earth. Then, then the dust returned to the earth as it was, and the spirit thus what shall return to who unto God, who what gave it? So the the physical body now is you know when we you know they say they don't realize when they say ashes to ashes, dust to dust how true that that true saying it is because I think what that when it, sometimes we can go through the formality of something so long that we're saying, okay, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, I'm just at a funeral. But those are, that's a true meaning. Because, see, the body is returning to the dust. But according to the scriptures, it said the spirit is going to go back to be with God. Okay? Now, let's go to St. Luke chapter number 16. Okay? St. Luke chapter number 16. Just want to spine a little bit and give you what the Lord says. St. Luke chapter number 16. St. Luke chapter number 16. Amen. You know, sometimes we, uh, we uh, talk about uh, how people have come back and, uh, 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 from the dead and stuff and talk, you know, and stuff. Well, we're going to go here with Scripture and see whether or not all that is true or not. Okay? We're going we're gonna to deal with the Scripture on it. Somebody said, well, I had a visitation from, You know, and they came and talked to me. and told, Well, we're going to see what the book says. Because, you know, we don't want to hear what man got to say, but we're going to hear what God has to say about it. So that's why it's so important that we know the book. Amen. If we didn't know the book or we don't know the word of God, then we can be easily uh, deceived, because that's what the Bible says. If if possible, the very elect can be fooled. Amen. Now, St. Luke, chapter number 16. Yeah, verse number 16. Verse number nineteen. Verse number nineteen. I think I started with twenty, but we're gonna do it with verse number nineteen. Okay. It says there was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and had fine linen and fed uh, sumptuously every day. And that what he had it going on. Okay. Verse twenty says, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Now we see two people, okay? Now verse 22 says, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. Now notice something here in verse number 22. It says, And it came to pass, that the beggar died, he was carried uh, by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Okay? The rich man died, and what happened to him? He was buried. One was buried. The one went into the bosom of Abraham. Abraham was in faith. He went into the bosom of Abraham. Now, verse number 24 says, And he cried, and he said, Father Abraham... Have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. And where was the rich man now? He said, <laughs> he says, and he cried, he cried now, now because see, he was buried. So, so we got to look at that thing, okay? And he says. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send, Now, he wants, to send, well, he wants Elijah to be sent to him, the very one that he wouldn't give nothing to, the beggar. Okay? He wanted the beggar to do this. He wanted the beggar to send him something, you know. And like, okay. Now, you didn't want to help him while he was here. But now, because it's hot where well, you are, you want him to help you. Okay? So now he says, he's calling out. He says he said that he may dip the tip of his finger in water. And cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Verse 25 says, And Abraham said, Here we go, y'all. And Abraham said, Son. Now, somewhere, a son is a builder. A builder of the family of God. And Abraham said, Son. Which is an indication, at one point, that rich man knew God. The word son there means a, a builder uh, of the family of God. In Greek, it means it's a, he's a builder of the family of God. So Abraham calls him a son. So somewhere he got off track. He got he got off track. You know. Um, then he goes on in, <laughs> and he says, Remember now that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is confident... And thou art tormented. Okay, now here is where the road meets the rubber. Verse number 26. And we're almost done. That's why I said we're talking about the afterlife. The afterlife. Things that we've been taught. Things that we've heard and we'd be so excited about. Let's look at and dissect verse number 26. 26 says, because you remember that he's, he's asking for help. He, 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 he's, 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 he's in torment. He's in hell. He's in, I mean, he's be- but he remembers the one he had done wrong. Because who he asked for? He asked for the beggar to come. He, he knew a whole lot of folk now because he's rich. But he knew who he had mistreated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He knew who he had mistreated. And so what he does, he says, send, send Lazarus on back. You know, I, I need a dip of rock. Well, I need some water. It's hot down here. You know? So now, looking at verse number 6, he, he says, And besides all this, then he's in conversation now. And besides all this, uh, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. Now, the word gulf that means it's, it's, it's impassable. You can't go either way. He said, I, well, in other words, what he's saying is, I can't send nobody. Nobody can come to you. You can't come here, and, and I can't see nobody here. So all this other stuff we've been told, and all this, you know, coming back, and I didn't die, I went to heaven, and come back, I want, tell, I want to tell you what I saw. Well, I, I'm going to give you what the books say, I, I, what Jesus Christ said. I can't give you nothing else. I mean, I, I've learned, Holy Spirit, help me. I learned a long time ago, a lot of things that I had been taught was not what the Word of God said. But when I got in the Word of God for myself, I found out I had years of stuff that was taught to me that was wrong. And then I thought I would never ever do that again. Never. I got in a book. I began to question them. It's not that I'm not you're not preaching from the Word of God. It's not that you're not hearing from the Word of God. But I got to make sure it's lining up with what the Word says. I got to make sure it's lining up with what Jesus say in the Scripture. So then I had to go deep. When you say deep sea, deep sea fishing, I had to really begin to dive into the word. I needed to know all about the the, the which most people don't like to do. That I need to know what it means in the Hebrew, what it means in the Greek. So much well, you don't need to know all that. But I discovered something, and I learned it from my husband. I learned it from Dr. Manley. When you begin to look at what these words means, they've got a total different meaning of what we think. Because the English stuff breaks stuff down and gives it the wrong meaning. So we've got to be very careful what we're hearing and what we're following. We shout over this and that because it's not according to the Scripture. It says right here, there's a great gulf. Yeah, and, and said that the gulf is fixed. Now, if somebody went up there, let, let me tell you, slow down, Brenda. Now, you, if I got to heaven, if I done made it, do you think I'm going to be crazy enough to come back here? Oh no, oh no, oh. If, if I didn't made it there, I'd be doggone if I'm going to leave from there and come back here. Do y'all not know what's here? Ain't no way I can give that up. There's no way. I mean, this is something you've, you've really been fighting for. You've been, you've been living for. You've been fighting the devil for to make it in. Once I get in, I am not coming back, y'all. So I got to get it right, right here. If you can't get it right later, you, you know, he, he's not going to hear no excuses. So I've got to get it right, right here. We all got to get it right, right here, okay? Now, he them, it says, it's a great government, is fixed. Watch this, he says, so that they, which would pass from hence to you. What does the next word say? Cannot. Now, whose report are we going to believe? See, they cannot, they can't do it. They can't go from world to world. They can't do it. He says, They which would pass from his to you, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Now, watch verse 27. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would have sent him to my father's house. Now, here we go again. That's more robber got to meet, you know, road in the road and, and the, in the wire. And the tire rim got the meat now. Got to do some more of it. Once he realizes that, he just start begging. He's begging now. 27 says, then he said, because he didn't want to hear. Huh. He, didn't want, he didn't want to hear He was spoken. He said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would have sent him to my father's house. For I have what? Five brethren. Now, he knows he done messed up. Now, he's trying to make sure the rest of them don't mess up. You know, he says, but watch what God says. This is heavy, y'all. He says, for I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. So he wants them to send somebody back to, to testify. Leave, leave heaven. Go on down and testify. <laughs> Don't come here. This is a bad place. It's torment. Now watch, watch Jesus' response <laughs> He says, verse number 29. He said, Abraham said unto him, or Abraham is he says, they have who? Moses and the prophets. So, in other words, see, Moses of the, of the law. They have, in, in those days, they, they have Moses. Moses then spoke to them. They have the prophets. They had the prophets of old. They even have prophets now in the New Testament. We've got both ways. This is what he says. And he said unto them, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear who? Them. So if, if you don't get it here, you won't get it later because it ain't going to happen. He's asking for somebody to be sent back to war. Don't come here. This, you don't, <laughs> It won't happen because it, the gulf is fixed. It's impassable. Now, verse number 30 says, And he said, Nay, Father, Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they would do what? We at verse number 30, what he say? if one went back from the dead, they would do what now. Think about that how many times we have done things and then want to holler, we repent and turn around and do the same thing again, amen. Just being real, amen. He says, and he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead they will repent. Watch verse number 31. It says, And he said unto them, If they hear not who? Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded through one rose from the what? Dead. Now is that not heavy? He's saying if they don't believe now, listen, if somebody get up from the dead, I mean, you got a loved one that went on and and." and, and you, you can draw some soothsayers can raise some stuff up because see, you remember now and, and, and in the Old Testament when, when Saul wants to know what he needed to do then he went to the soothsayer and wanted him to raise up Samuel and, 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 and that's what happened but the thing Samuel said, well, so why are you bothering me? you see, if you don't get it right here because nobody else can come from there to tell you to get it right, no here, we are here on earth this is our assignment. We've got to make sure that we do what we need to do right here. We're talking about the afterlife. Because if you don't get it right down here, there's no uh, getting it right later on down the book. You, you cannot do it according to the scriptures. Talking about the afterlife. Now think about our life, y'all. Think about it. Think about it. And, and it, this is it, it, it's so serious now. Because people, sometimes people say, well, you, you need to lighten up. You, you need, you're too serious. But when I see the signs, when I see the signs and I see everything going on, I can't afford to lighten up because I don't ever know when my time is coming. You know, I, 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 every time I look and I, I, I'm seeing things and, and I mentioned this called Minister comments and she said a few weeks ago she talked about uh, 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 the creation, how things is going to be responding and then Dr. Manus preached about hard times and then we talked about the end time prophecy and all of a sudden, you know, and I, I, I see that the California, you know, mudslides and cars going down the highway, they're, they're buried in, in, in mud, you know, and, and in a few seconds and all the rain that's falling. And then when you think about the low country where people are, cutting, are cut off from one another and and fires are at unusual places and such an outbreak, creation is going crazy. It's snowing already in New York. And surrounding areas, and they said a, a month ahead of time. I'm like, it's time to get ready and get prepared. And I said, Well, Lord, listen, you, you said lighten up. I, I looked at it, I said, God, this ain't no lighten up. You know, you know, this, this is some heavy stuff. Because we need to know, we got to get it right right now. We have got to get it right right now. It's no later. I'm gonna get it right. Almost, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this too, because according to the word, according to the word. I'm going to see this person. I'm going to see that person. I'm going to see that person when I get there. That says we're going to be spirits. So whatever we got to get right here, we got to get it right here. According to the book. Because it's impassable. I mean, you go. If they don't receive you, you go. You, 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 you get that. Now, you got to make sure you buy, when I tell you to go, you got to use some common sense too now. You know, you got to get some common sense now. Now. You, you, some people. It's like that. Some people said, uh, "Well, that person has passed on and they've died." This, this is something I told a young lady to do, and she was struggling with uh, someone that she had not forgiven, and they had passed on. I said, "Baby, you get your chair, an empty chair, and you talk to that chair just like that person in it, and you tell them all this in, the, in your heart. God hears it; He hears it." And when well, she did, and uh, she did it, she didn't think I was crazy. She did it, okay. Now some folks would say she's crazy, you know, and not done it. But she, she was freed up. She was freed up, and and then God would. Anybody that that some differences with within our lives, what God would do, He will put the right timing. You just can't just run and go. He will set the right timing. So when the two comes together, it's gonna be right. I personally experienced that myself. I personally experienced it. That was a person that, that was in my life that, that that did some horrible things. And if she had came to me when I first got saved, uh, when she first got saved, uh, when I got saved, uh, I wasn't quite all there yet. You know how we progressed and got to grow? I probably laid her out for things that she had done in my life. So so what God did was, y'all can understand, y'all women folk, y'all can understand, you know, some things, you just lay some folk out for, for, for things they do in your life. Amen. But what God did, he waited. He waited till my heart was right. He waited till her heart was right. When she came in, I, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. When she came in, uh, she, she came in and I heard a voice. I said, that voice is for me. And, and, and I, she kept talking. I said, who is that? Then it dawned on me who it was. After the services, we were in the church services. It was in a Bible study. After the services was over, she came to me and she apologized for all the things that had taken place that she was involved with in my life. I was then at that point able, through the Holy Spirit now, to not burn in flesh. The burn in flesh would've, you know. But I was able to embrace her at that point. And we were okay, because then she was saved, I was saved, and I, we both had grown in God. So that thing, God was set the time for you. God was set that time. Don't try to make it happen. God will set that time, and it will work. But we have to remember that there's an afterlife. We have to remember that. I can't emphasize it enough with what the Holy Spirit has said. Whatever you're going to do, you do it here while you're on earth, and you're alive. After that, you are a spirit, because you know your spirit going back according to the Word of God, and you're going to be on your next assignment. And it won't be all this other stuff. And that, as far as this... Walking the streets of gold and all this, well, it, that We've got to understand what all that means. It don't mean what we think it means of what we've been taught. Huh. It's something different. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, we have to get to a point where we want to get closer and closer to God. At all costs. At all costs. The afterlife. The afterlife. Please, ma'am, and please, sir, make sure that the things that we hear, it's in line with the word of God. They can't show you in the book. No, I'm sorry. You have to show me in the book. That's what you say to me. You know, well, you know, my grandma, no, I ain't got nothing to do with your grandma. I ain't got nothing to do with your grandpa. I ain't got nothing to do with your pastor. Show me in the book. Because this is the ultimate authority right here. This is the authority. This is the authority. This is the final authority. He says it's impossible. It, 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 they can't come back and tell you to get it right. They can't come back and warn you. You know why? Already being warned. All, all, the warning is going on already. Right now it's going on. He left, he left it here. Huh. And you know what? One well, of well, the, the shrewdest things Satan does, he knows we don't like to read. He knows we don't like to study. So when it's in the book, we don't hardly want to pick it up. But what we don't realize, this is our life in the book. It's, our life is here. If we want no direction, it's here. So please, ma'am and please, sir, don't leave it on the... I'll walk by and I'll, I'll look at it later. I'll do it later. No, later won't come. Pick it up when the Spirit tells you to pick it up. And the Spirit is always talking. Always talking. And my, one of my devotions said to me yesterday, and we're done... My devotion said, Brenda, listen, stop speaking. I went back and I reread it and said, listen, stop speaking so much. Listen, listen. And I said, okay. And yesterday, I, you know, was, uh, ironic. I was, I, I was riding and, and uh, I heard the Spirit speaking and, and I followed what the Spirit said. And my George, God gave me a blessing. Now I praise God for it. Amen. So remember, y'all, there's an afterlife. Amen. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. If, we're, if we need to rededicate our life and we, we want to make sure our walk is, is, is sure, and we want to make sure that we're in line with God, now is the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. We are, we are finished for the day. That's it. But the Holy Spirit says, "We're done." It's us about this afterlife. We have uh, <clears throat> um, Jerel. We're gonna pray for Jerel. We're gonna pray for Jerel because he, uh, like I said, a young man. He desired. He's he's desiring to be to be baptized. Jarrell got saved this morning, y'all. <clears throat> and Jerrell wants to get baptized, testing one, two, three. He wants to get baptized, but I want you to tell him what you told me about what prompted you, gave you the desire to get saved. I wanted to get saved yeah. because my house broke down. And so I'm glad that my, me and my family are still alive. So I thought that I needed to be one with God. I can't think of nothing else better than that. So, <clears throat> Brenda, I'd like for all the ministers, you, Marcelette, the minister of the house, Mister Tom, come around and pray for this man. there are any more ministers in the house, but those that have been ordained under the house of destiny, go up and pray for the man. And then we'll bring the other ones around.